Welcome to We The Podcast. We have to help be the partners with God to create justice in the world. Pay the laborer before the sweat is wiped from his brow. Our forebearers understood that you need to have what I call a distributive reset button. It's an unpatriotic lie that we're based in individualism. Here on We The Podcast, we try to illustrate the tough decisions working families must make in an economy that doesn't work for them. From workers facing retaliation on the job, to home health care aides just trying to get paid, and union members challenging right-to-work laws, too many working Americans leave work every night wondering how they will make ends meet this month. But some of these workers leave work Friday afternoon to go to temple or to attend Juma prayers at the mosque. Some get up early Sunday morning to go to church or confess their sins during the week. Faith is critical to the lives of a lot of working Americans. So I spoke with four faith leaders during a conference call about what their spiritual lives tell them about the economy. In 2012, Sister Simone Campbell organized the Nuns on the Bus Tour to fight against federal cuts introduced by Representative Paul Ryan. She runs Network, a national Catholic social justice lobby working to put faith into action for working Americans. Reverend Dr. Serene Jones is president of the Union Theological Seminary in New York. She came to Union after 17 years at Yale, where she was the Titus Street Professor of Theology at the Divinity School and Chair of Women, Gender, and Sexuality Studies at the Graduate School of Arts and Sciences. I met her on the bus during the 50th anniversary of Bloody Sunday in Selma, Alabama. Rabbi Marcia Zimmerman is the senior rabbi at Temple Israel in Minneapolis. She's the first female rabbi at Temple Israel. She is also a dear friend. Imam Makram El Amin is the lead imam at Masjid An-Nur in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And he is the imam I personally go to whenever I have questions of faith. So what can we learn from different faith traditions in the U.S.? when it comes to taking care of working families left wondering how they're going to make it this month. Sister Simone finds a doctrine of inclusiveness and justification for taking on the structural causes of poverty at the heart of Jesus' teaching. We share a responsibility for each other and we all have an obligation to contribute and to benefit. And so in our Christian scriptures, Often, Jesus points out the need to respond to those who are left out. And for us, it gets exemplified in, the, in the, his response to lepers, his response to the sick, his response to those that are shunned. He's always about including everyone in society. Rabbi Zimmerman finds the same call in her faith. I would say, you know, in almost, of course, direct response ditto, Isaiah in Isaiah 58 that we read on Yom Kippur reminds us that we are responsible to feed the hungry, clothe the, clothe the naked, and shelter the homeless. And that is the true sense of our job on this earth. When Reverend Serene Jones reads scriptures, she finds one consistent theme. What is always surprising to me is you open up the Bible and you read the Hebrew scriptures, you read the New Testament, and 
There's not much said at all about these issues that we are having big debates about, but on every single page, indeed in every paragraph, there are strong statements about God's requirement that as people of faith we care for the poor and we distribute God's goods, uh, the goods of creation, um, equally and generously among all of God's creatures. It might be surprising to some that most of the faith traditions in the United States have something important to say about wages. Imam El Amin lays out what the Quran says about wages. There was a saying by Muhammad, Prophet of Islam, he said, peace be upon him, he said, to, to pay the laborer before the sweat is wiped from his brow. You know, so this idea of someone being paid timely um, and also a fair wage. While the Torah does not say what level the federal minimum wage should be, it does make clear that laborers are to be paid fairly and on time. We're not supposed to hold the wages of our laborers overnight. And very traditional businesses that are owned by traditional Jews, they pay their workers every day. You cannot gain interest on another person's labor. Reverend Jones describes how we can measure a fair wage. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, images from Scripture, uh, when um, it's laying out what a good economy looks like, it's one in which, and these are the words they use, that the laborer can build a house and then afford to live in it. Sister Simone introduces an even more radical idea. Working people should make enough money to have time to spend with their families. Wages must include the capacity to uh, support your family and mm -hmm. to have enough leisure time to spend with your family as well as to spend in reflection and Sabbath, that time of space and prayer. And right now in the United States, we have so many low-wage workers who are not even close to that moral assessment where employers are to pay enough that their, that their employees can live in dignity. Here's Imam Alamein on wages. We share this idea, as the rabbi mentioned before, that, that timely, that fairness of wage is, is paramount, you know, and, and, and it becomes one of these things to where these are our spiritual matters. These are matters that are between not only um, man to man, but also in the eyes of God. What to do about debt is also an important concept in faith. Here's Rabbi Zimmerman. Judaism does not see an economy based on debt. With, uh, it's an economy based on understanding that some of us might have wealth at some point, but the cycle can truly reverse, and those who have might be the have-nots of tomorrow. And so this sense that we do not judge people who have less than or who are in need at any one time, because all of us could be in need at any one time. Reverend Jones believes Human nature requires a debt reset button known as Jubilee in Judaism and Christianity. In uh, the scriptures, the whole concept of Jubilee, I like to think of it as our forebearers understood that you need to have what I call a distributive reset button. Um, that every seven years, because human beings tend to hoard wealth and tend to create conditions for debt, that you have to have a mechanism or a society will melt down, basically, for uh, periodically 
uh, pushing a button that stops people from accumulating great deals of wealth at the same time you're relieving debt. So debt is never just about debt. It's also about those who have too much at the top. Here's Imam Alameen. He echoed the same sentiment, the idea of debt is something that is, is to be managed, you know, and, and mechanisms should be in place that would help prevent people from even getting too far into debt, really. Um, uh, as well as, you know, the, there's a, a, real, a real sin, I would say, in, in profiting uh, from someone's debt in a way that continues to put them in a cycle of poverty, uh, you know, with, you know, with interest and compounding and that sort of thing. That's really the sin of interest uh, in Islam is the idea of, of debt that has no way out. I'll let my good friends, Reverend Jones, Imam Alameen, and Rabbi Zimmerman and Sister Simone take us out with their positive thoughts on the future. See you next time on We The Podcast. We are in what we believe to be a kind of pre-revolutionary moment where uh, for the first time in world history, we see people of conscience from multiple faith traditions um, putting their energies together to create the conditions for deep social change. We will have what I term as, you know, value-based connections. These ideas that, that we, we share certain values that are in common with others, and we will unite with each other. We will, we will share resources with each other. We will, um, you know, we will, we will roll up our sleeves and go to work with others who share these values as we do. We have to help be the partners with God to create justice in the world. And, of course, economic justice is one of the main things. But what's interesting is for those who receive, actually need to give, too. The challenge of faith is to use our values to lift up the best of who we are as a nation and to remember that we are all called to live in dignity. And for us, we see ourselves as created in the image of God, and, and therefore we are, by definition, entitled to have everything that would support that dignity.